All right, this is the Unguided Outdoors podcast. We're here at the Total Archery Challenge in Colorado. We have the world famous Sam Soholt with us today. So we're going to pick his brain, get some information from him, and hopefully he can shed some light on all the public land and all kind of stuff. We had uh, several questions that we was going to ask you. Phil had some stuff you want basically just introduce yourself to the audience yeah, tell just us tell us what you got going on there yeah for sure well i mean first of all world famous i don't know if that <laughs> title sticks but maybe like regionally yeah <laughs> we knew about you. yeah, yeah. So. so we consider it world yeah yeah i mean the bus and the van are probably more famous than i am but uh that's okay i'm good with that yeah um no i'm uh sam soholt i have been a uh basically the best title for me is public land advocate for the last several years um before that or still professional photographer within the hunting industry and um, have kind of used my platform on social media and uh, other avenues to preach about the importance of public lands and kind of help educate people on how they can be involved in conservation and public lands and as well as like what they can do to actually make a difference right. without um, without really too much involvement yeah and so um, yeah that's kind of been the whole we mission can do for sure yeah 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 that's one thing we was going to pick your brain about uh, you know what we can do that we don't know what we can do you know s to help the the cause you know so the public land i mean because it's great now but whenever my kids get old enough is it still going to be there for them we you know we elk hunt every year on public land yeah. we deer hunt on public land tell my kids about it but we want that to be there and all of our Forever. audience does you know yeah. that's the unguided we go on public land that's what, that's we, what do. we do yeah. so we would definitely like some information on how we can preserve that yeah is, i mean is it going what direction we don't want to get too deep because we've only got you know a certain amount of time today but you know is it going in the uh, the right direction right now yeah so i mean there's always going to be a fight and honestly like why i got into this whole thing was exactly what you're talking about like i want these opportunities you know what i've done with my life to be able to go explore public lands and shoot photos and document stuff and make a living doing that living off of all of like you know the 640 million acres that yeah. we all own collectively um that was really the push um to kind of force me down this path of creating a mission surrounding advocating for public lands and educating people about it and um, it's been pretty cool to see the shift in the amount of education in the general hunting public yeah. um, because you know admittedly so like even four years ago back when I started this whole thing, like with the bus and, you know, um, if anybody listening doesn't know about the bus project, I turned an old school bus into my rolling hunting shack and which is it. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but, no use, but use that as a billboard. Um, it's called the public land bus and yeah. use that as a billboard, um, to Advocating. start conversations. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so the current status of public lands is actually in a pretty good space and there's always going to be legislators and people in higher powers and, you know, big money, that are going to be advocating for the transfer of public lands to states, which is a fast track for privatization and sell-off. Um, but right now we've got some pretty cool stuff happening, and I don't know how closely you guys have followed along with the Great American Outdoors Act. A little bit. Not, yeah. Not so super in-depth. Yeah, so the um, um, in late February, early March, they had actually called to reduce the Land and Water Conservation Fund down to 15% of its uh, current funding. So instead of you know, the LWCF can be funded $900 million a year, and they were looking at funding it for $15 million going into uh, 2021. Wow. Wow. And so, like, it's just Big a massive difference. cut. Yeah. Devastated. And, yeah, and the LWCF has funded projects in every county in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, 
and which is access stuff for public lands, it's boat ramps, it's parks and everything. Um, Conservation total. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but right after kind of, there was a massive outcry from sportsmen um, and the general outdoor recreation market basically saying like, no, we, you know, we can't get rid of this. And so then President Trump called, like t tweeted, and called for full funding of the LWCF. And so a bill went into the Senate, which does two major things, among, you know, along with a lot of other stuff. But the two major things it does is full and permanent funding of the LWCF. So um, $900 million a year in perpetuity. And then secondly, it uh, addresses $1.9 billion a year for the next five years to um, help with maintenance backlogs at all the national parks. Oh, nice. And that bill went through the Senate like Trump quick. quick. Yeah, I mean, it, it went went through quick. It was, you know, 75 to 23 or 73 to 25. Anyway, massively overwhelming um, in favor of the yeah. vote. And uh, right now there's a bill in the House of Representatives, which is the exact same bill. Um, and they're set to vote on it here in the next couple of weeks. Do they think that's going to be like a bipartisan also? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. So with uh, with the House being Democratic controlled, it should go through the House even faster than it did the Senate. Okay. Um, Move it on. To which, is, which is great. And then it'll go to the president's desk. And if he signs it, I mean, it is the largest win in conservation history in our lifetime. Awesome. Um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that really sounds, cool stuff happening. Good. Yeah. No, yeah. That's good great. Stuff. So is there anything like personally that we can do or – you know, for ourselves, not as not as uh, from a political standpoint. I mean, versus basically letting our voices be heard. Yeah, call senators, call your yeah. representatives, and e all that. Exactly. So if you can literally Google like phone number for U.S. House of Representatives. Yeah. And then you can call Search that number, the and there it goes to a switchboard, and you can pick which state you're in. Okay. And you can call and leave a message with the aide or whoever's taking the messages for that office, and just let them know that you want them to vote yes on the Great American Outdoors yeah. Act. Um, and you know, uh, there's so uh, many people that know, you know, that love public land. But if you don't know how to preserve it, mm -hmm. that's like that's that's what we're all about on this. I mean, it's, it's having you've got to be able to have that preserved. And, and if you know how to fix it and do it, and then it's on us if we don't. That's do why it. I mean, honestly, for years, that's why I've, I've really looked up to what you have going on, because I mean, public land, like he was saying, is a huge part of what we do, and it, and it needs to be there forever. Well, we don't have 10,000 acres we can just no, go hunt no. uh, that I own personally. Yeah. That public land that you can go on and I can go on and we can all, mm -hmm. yep. my kids can go on. Yeah. It's got to be there forever. It's very yeah. valuable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, honestly, that's the easiest way to get involved without, you're not spending any money. Yeah. You don't have to join an organization. Yeah. Um, but, like, really contacting your elected officials and letting them know how you feel about public lands and, and keeping them public, um, depending on what bills are going through the legislature, like, you know, letting them know to vote yes or no. Yeah. Um, that's a big way. Call, like calling is more powerful than email. But if you're too nervous to call, like there are a Do million something. ways to email. <laughs> yeah. yeah, send an email. Because basically um, hearing from people in Washington, they say that for every phone call they receive, they know there's another thousand people out there that are thinking the same thing. Really? Okay. And so they can kind of, like, they get this, this valuable information. Yeah. yeah. So, so they I'll have me and my wife yeah. call. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so my then, you know, children. <laughs> they kind of get this sample set of people that are passionate about it, and they're like, okay, well, you know, like, if those people are willing to call, we know Let there's their a voice whole pile of yeah. extra people that are thinking the same they're thing. They're not the only ones. That's right. 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 Awesome. So, yeah. So, we've got that, and I guess we'll go on to um, – you know, as far as the Total Archery Challenge, we're here at the Total Archery Challenge. Are you going to the next shoot? Yes. Okay. So uh, we were at Terry Peak here in Colorado, and then we're going to be at both Big Sky and Utah as long as they both 
go off yeah, without a hitch yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on you it's know it's been a little crazy this year yeah you know there's a comedian out there that's like you know everybody's like saying they'll go get into a story and they're like but then this whole covid yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. and how many times have each of us said that a uh, hundred uh, yeah yeah so we you know the, the only thing good about it is to know that every single person is going through the same thing right yeah. now so we're really all in this together, together. alone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's right um that's one way to look at it but yeah so we'll be at big sky and utah um with uh in big sky we'll have both the bus and the van there and uh should actually be able to get out and shoot at that one nice. then just work in the booth at this one but well, so if you're up there in, in montana go see these guys next weekend so yeah yeah definitely um, definitely hit them up as far as your favorite like favorite animal to pursue on on public land what would you what would you say it's uh I have a hard time picking one um, mm-hmm. because typically what I do is I I really segment my seasons out so like you know August hits and I'm thinking about antelope yeah and then I focus like that's the only it's thing seasonal. I have in my brain <laughs> yeah and then as soon as September hits like I'm only thinking about elk yeah and then October hits and I'm only thinking about mule deer and yeah. then November hits and I'm only thinking about whitetail and then December hits, and I'm only thinking about waterfowl. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I try it's to segment like it us. down. Yep. But it's like us this year. Oh, 100%. So that's one thing I want to ask you. So I, I drew a pretty good antelope tag. None of us has ever killed a uh, speed goat. Mm-hmm. Was ever w- even went, have I we? No. And so are there any tips? Just I go mean, on lots of stocks. Yeah. Is it a... Uh, it's a muzzleloader, but oh, I can use great. a bow. I can because I'm going to have a bow license. No, go kill him with a muzzleloader. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, with a bow, I I've hunted antelope with a bow uh, four no five years in a row, and I have killed one. Nice. <laughs> so it's so, tough. Yeah, it's really tough. How far was the one you shot? Uh, he, he was only at 37. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So that's I, close. did you stock in on him, or yeah. was you sitting? Home? Yeah. Uh, spot. I was driving down this you know middle of nowhere dirt road. Spotted him, and he was in a spot where I was able to drive way past. Turned around went way past him again and then i was able to hop off and kind of sneak down this little creek bottom and snuck up and he was feeding facing away and was oh able to yeah. get a shot on nice. him so um but no i i mean i can't tell you how many blown stocks and i've sat water holes for weeks on end and like <laughs> sounds like coos deer hunting yeah right exactly <laughs> just i don't know if my mental state can handle this again. but no, but no if you drew like a limited tag for a muzzleloader yeah just go with the hunt with a muzzleloader yeah. you're gonna have a blast um you know antelope will typically let you get if you like kind of walk in quartering to them and use mm-hmm. the terrain a little bit like you can typically get within 150 pretty easy okay um but it's that last little bit and they can they can see real well. really well yeah yeah okay yep. they can run really fast and, they, can <laughs> run fast. and they, they really have they pick up motion really well so they don't have like really good detail but mm-hmm. like any movement it's yeah, yeah they're on you so when they're pegging you don't move uh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or at least don't act like a human. When they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what are your upcoming hunts? So I've got uh, a whole pile of deer tags this year. I've got, um, well, right now I have two mule deer tags and three whitetail tags and then waiting to hear and an antelope tag in Montana and then waiting to hear back. I put my, originally the plan was to drive the van to Alaska and go moose hunting in yeah, September, but the Canadian border's closed and with no opening in sight. So we're going to, uh, kind of push that to 2021 and then um yeah gonna i put in for the alternate list in montana but well you know there's been a pile of people putting in for tags this year so we'll see if i even get a tag yeah. for i didn't know with the covid yeah. stuff yeah. it was gonna you know boost everything up because everybody's sitting around the house and they're able to mm-hmm. the know. draws were a little weird this year yeah yeah, um, yeah it's completely skewed i mean everybody yeah. was at home and mm-hmm. remembered to put in one, yeah. one yeah, thing it seems like it. everybody put in yeah <laughs> and you and we were thinking it might be a opposite of that with people maybe cutting back this year mm-hmm. just because stimulus a lot of check people, though man you know, yeah. Yeah. Got I, the money. <laughs> I think between stimulus check and then added you know uh, unemployment benefits and stuff yeah. people were 
keeping the same level of income and have way more time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, even in spring turkey, like, I saw more people turkey hunting than I ever oh, have. Oh, man, me too. Yeah. yeah. We went on some public land, and it was, they was just, like, where we went last year, same places, there was, like, one or two people went there this year, 10 to 15 guys. Yeah. We were just like, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. even get in there. There's yeah. so many, because everybody's off work, I which mean, is great. Which, honestly, <laughs> is great, especially yeah. for, you know, like, all those license sales and all that yeah. extra money. Yep. Goes um, towards conservation, right. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. It just made us hunt harder to get into other places. That's where, right. Yep. 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 That's, yep. Just, that's public land. That's what we love about yep. it. Yep. For sure. We're you not. just hate when they show up and you show up at the same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at the same spot. Yeah. On the same bugling bull. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always fun. It, yep. It's happened. Oh, yeah. But we're glad you guys are out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. We've called in so many hunters. Yeah. <laughs> and been called in. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. fun. It, most everybody, though, when it happens, they're cool. You know, yeah. they realize this public land, they're out there. And it's it's actually great on film, too. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get the yeah. disappointment coming all over yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's everybody yeah, involved. For sure. Yeah. Talk to him about his camera work. Yeah. That's one thing I was going to pick your brain about. We, we, use those sony a7 threes is uh, there anything you know that you've learned about that stuff that we might need to know i guess uh i mean i guess yeah what do you want to know I, I mean i've been doing the professional video and photography thing since 2011 mm-hmm. and uh like really dove into it hard in 2013 mm-hmm. i was filming for a couple national tv shows and then uh, that kind of led to my photography career which seems weird but uh, you know through that met met some people that were I was shooting photos on all the trips that I was filming and stuff and um, ended up getting hired by a buddy that was on the last hunt that I filmed for a History Channel show. And then, you know, he got me into the, he hired me for my first professional photography gig and kind of went off from there. But um, no, I run all the Sony stuff. I think uh, my favorite thing about it is how good it is in low light. Yeah. Um, But yeah, as far as like tips and tricks i don't know if i have just any. time, so here's time a, behind here's it a, here's huh? a question for you so you go out on an antelope hunt like i'm about to do yeah muzzleloader hunt um you can bring one lens one lens if, if you're only gonna bring one that sony 24 to 240 would be 24 the, to 240 yep okay um i typically carry three lenses all the time doesn't matter what i'm doing yeah so i have a wide angle 14 millimeter rokinon it's a super inexpensive like yeah. super wide angle i carry either a 24 to 70 or a 24 to 105 mm-hmm. like for that mid-range that's like the workhorse lens mm-hmm. and then depending if i'm archery hunting a 70 to 200 is good enough if i'm anything with a rifle you know you got to have a little extra range that 100 to 400 um but then the other cool thing about all the sony stuff is you know if, if you only have a 70 to 200 you can run it in 4k and then punch into a crop sensor and so you still shoot in 4k in a crop sensor which brings it in and then you Closer, can crop that yeah. in four times so yeah. um yeah. yeah i know that about that little button you can just kind of get a little yep. extra length yep so um, i <coughs> i've got mine my like trash button like when i'm uh in between like if i hit c hit c4 yep, yep i hit that and i can punch in and yeah um so when you're when let's say that crop sensor it's not going to make a huge difference on no, the so footage it, on the video side it won't change the quality because you're because yeah. it, all it's doing is bringing down the sensor and, yeah. and pushing you in further yeah on the photo side you know it drops you from 20 megapixels down to like 10 yeah or whatever it is um i don't remember on the a7 III. like on the r3 i can get away with it because i go from 42 megapixels to like 21 or whatever yeah and it's still like a really good mm-hmm. photo um but yeah no i use it all the time uh on archery hunts i was filming for jason matzinger a couple of years ago with it and this bull it was giant i mean it's like big huge heavy 380 bull came down this like little drainage and was wallowing and stuff but i only had a 70 to 200 
And then so I was in 4K and punched all the way in. And uh, Jason was able to take that clip and he made it like three minutes long. And the whole time he just did a slow zoom in like on, because the 4K like still had the quality all the way in and yeah. it just turned out really cool awesome. to be able to do that. Yeah, that so cool. Good tips. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to just ask you a couple questions about the van yeah. real quick yeah. <laughs> and how it's going. But yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, it's nice to transition yeah. <laughs> from, from the a big full size school bus <laughs> yeah. to a Quigley four x four Chevy Express van that has cruise control, heat, AC. <laughs> I can drive the speed limit, uh, four wheel drive. <laughs> that um, four wheel drive, I'm sure, is nice. For yeah, no, the 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 van project has been an absolute blast. Um, bought the van in September, drove it out to Pennsylvania, had Quigley do the four x four conversion, and then. Um, flew back out to Pennsylvania, picked up the van, drove the van back, and then hunted out of it just as a passenger van all last fall. Ripped, you know, pulled the seats out, but it was just carpet and all the paneling and everything was still in there. Um, but man, I was up in Montana on a kind of an elk slash mule deer hunt. And uh, on the elk hunt, we got like 18 inches of snow. And, yeah. you know, and then we were hunting in that and then driving out of it. It was just like a sheet of ice and whatever. Couldn't and that, have done that in the bus. No, no. <laughs> no that bus, bus would have stayed there until the spring. But no, it's, uh, yeah, the van project has been great. We're about 15, 20% away from having it like completely nice. done the way we want. And then we can actually start getting into the more adventure stuff. Nice. As yeah. far as like the followers and stuff on it, I mean, do you think that people are liking the van better or the bus or... Well, so just like I, the principle. Yeah, of no, I think we grew up on the bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think the bus, you know, is definitely um, when people see a picture of it, it's probably more attention grabbing. Mm -hmm. But the van is so much more relatable. Yeah, and and attainable, and feasible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, like with a, a school bus, like oh, that's cool, but I'm never going to buy one. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not doing this bus most of the time. Right. You know, you know and, and honestly, I've talked more people out of buying a bus than I have into it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to do a bus. Like, the pros like, and cons. Yeah. Don't, yeah. And I'm, I always ask, you know, what's your goal with the vehicle? Yeah. And if your goal is to simply get out and hunt and fish more and camp more, like, just buy a camper. Yeah. Because y you then you still have a vehicle when you get there, you know, the whole thing. But, like, th for my purposes, the bus was perfect. It was a 36-foot rolling billboard for our mission oh, and, yeah. and everything. It was phenomenal. And it did its purpose. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. Now the van, though, you're you're going to be able to get in those places and not have to park way away and all that stuff and get trapped in there. Right. And you know, and you when still you got look, the comforts. <laughs> yeah. When you look at, so our van is a 3,500, so it's on a one ton chassis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you like, uh, you get a van and a four by four conversion, you're still coming in way under the price point of a 3,500, any pickup Yeah. with more four by four capability. And like you can, you can go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you so. have a towing package on that thing too, or do you just? Well, I th yeah, threw a uh, um, receiver hitch on it, but that van can ho tow 9,600 pounds. So <laughs> tow the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah, it's more than we're ever gonna pull. So what do you do like when you're not hunting and stuff, or are you always? Uh, it kind of never ends. Yeah. Uh, the summer months, you know, like I typically try to get back and hang out with family and yeah. go to the lake and mm -hmm. do some fishing and stuff. Nice. And, um, try I try Reset. to have an off season. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm you know, typically posting a lot of content that came from, you know. Yeah, it's a um, grind. Yeah. It's a grind. Yeah, but uh, there used to be more of an off-season, and that has kind of diminished, especially have you, have with doing shows. Have you went to New Zealand? Yeah, I've been have to New Zealand a couple times now, um, which is uh, my favorite place in the world. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I was so talking about going the other day, yeah. which is something we definitely want to do. I'm trying to do next spring. What, when did you go? What time of year? So April, I, May? Or? Yeah, I've been there once in April and once towards the – it was like uh, mid to late May. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I went like I think flew down like the 15th of May. 
and shot photos on both the uh, tar and chamois hunts yeah. and uh yeah it was it's incredible did nice. you get to hunt also or just just so, shooting cameras uh, yeah i was just shooting cameras it was kind of it ended up being kind of weird like they were going to let me yeah. shoot something and then it just it just didn't work out mm-hmm. um or they were gonna let me shoot a chamois um okay. and uh but so you're uh, just mainly working yeah, yeah i was just down there working i was but doing still a, awesome oh, was, uh, unbelievable we're trying to do it next spring yeah for the the bull tar up there yeah and ton of public land down mm-hmm. there ton of you know like access um there's no licenses or anything mm-hmm. like that you it's, gotta uh, get yeah, there and get yeah. in i mean as long as new zealand like opens its borders again and i heard there was <laughs> uh some talk about them thinning out the uh i was reading some stuff mm-hmm. about them thinning out some of the tar yeah so they dropped down the number that they were going to cull um but originally they were going to shoot like it was crazy 50 percent of the herd yeah. you know i mean it, are they just it, reproducing it was so just fast cull- or what so it's a non-native species just oh, like any okay. like gotcha. tar chamois stag um or red all deer imports. like yeah it's all imports and so and there there's no predators yeah. and so the population just goes unchecked yeah. i mean the only thing that's dropping the population is hunting Hunters, yeah. and the uh whatever the you know uh new zealand game and parks or whatever their title is down there that they don't want that many tar that many chamois that because it's really hard on the ecosystem mm-hmm. because it's an island yeah and so yeah they had proposed killing i don't remember the number but it was a massive yeah. amount oh, of the, the of number tar. i read i can't remember exactly what it was but it blew my mind yeah so yeah and I think they got that um, dropped to about half of that, which is still a lot, but there's a lot of animals yeah. down there. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we're definitely going to try to do that. And then also the, the axis in the in Hawaii. Yes, yes. want to do that for sure. Yep, everybody should go do that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Fun. I was huh, looking huh? at some of your pictures on it last night. We did a little stalking yeah, picture. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, no, the, we hunted on the island of Lanai. Yeah. And, uh you know, on the island, we were we went through an outfitter, so we were hunting on private stuff. Yeah. But there's a bunch of public. There is. Um, yep. And uh, what does a tag run for non-residents down there? I want to say it's like you have you just have to buy a hunting license, but oh, you can okay. shoot as many deer as you want. Really? And you have to do it. You have to like get approved uh, in Hawaii, correct? Through the uh, yeah, it's through the, yeah, through the application. Yeah, through the application. Yeah, but like kind of weird. Yeah, but uh, but no, like on Lanai, there's like thirty thousand deer and mm. three thousand people. Yeah. So Holy. It's, yeah, it's well, we need to go population control. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 <laughs> wild. And then you can go, you know, if you want, hunt in the morning, hunt in the evening, go hang out on the beach the rest of the day. Like it's say we're going to take the wife on a family yes, vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so that yeah. was kind of it's a good way to sell it. The yeah. top of the list on your trips taken, I'm sure. Or in Hawaii, yeah. oh, so much fun. Yeah. yeah, I went down two years in a row, and they let me buy a tag, and I got awesome. to shoot a deer both years. And nice. um so yeah, let's boat? go ahead and jot that one boat? down yes. there, Phil. Write it down. What is it? Just go ahead and jot that one down. We're going to have to do that oh, one. Oh, we're doing it. Yeah. Sure. It just depends on yeah. when we it's can a Just know they are vacation. skittish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a As bad as the coos or? Uh, I mean, probably worse, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. So it's so not. get more opportunity. Yeah. 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 Did you bow or gun? Bow. Yeah. How far was the shot that you had? To so uh, I shot one my first year. I shot one at 52. And, uh, and then the next year I shot one at 38. And that the second, so the first year, like, um, I shot them, like, probably about 60 yards from each other year after year. Yeah. Nice. But the first year, the grass was only about eight inches tall. And then, so I was crawling, belly crawling from bush to bush to bush. Like, then they were working, feeding them out across this field. And I uh, just got up behind a bush, and there was a way bigger buck at, like, 77. But he was moving. And this buck at 52, like, I'd never killed an axis yeah. deer. This buck's at 52 feeding facing away like quartering away. I was like, <laughs> and then uh i shot him and then the guide called and he's like oh there was a way bigger buck over there. i was like no i know i know yeah, he was there we've seen him yep and then so i shot him at 52 and then the next year 
uh, there was so much rain that the vegetation was all like six feet tall. And so same flat, but they were all feeding out across this flat. And I spotted this buck and he had just shed his velvet and he ended up being a little over a 32 inch buck, which if, if you're looking at axis deer is a giant deer. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I had my boots off already and I was, so I was just down in socks and I just went down into a duck walk and basically sp- you know, sprinted, quote unquote, <laughs> squat um, sprinted, yeah, like <laughs> just below the level of the deals. And then every, every, yeah. like, you know, every like 40 yards, I would kind of like lift up and he was, I just, you know, took the linebacker or the safety angle on him yeah. and got to, uh, yeah, got to 40 yards and I, I popped up and he was feeding on this bush and I just ranged him at 38 and then I squatted down and drew back and stood up and shot Smoke. him. And then, you know, and he ran off into the thick stuff and then I saw his antlers going, going for like 30 yards and then just tipped Go over. On. And I was like, yeah, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> and then I almost couldn't find my boots again. And <laughs> so they don't even matter at this point. You, yeah. just, you got the deer. So. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it's uh, it's a fun trip for sure. So, and there's, you know, hotel down there and Airbnbs and stuff. You don't have to stay at the Four Seasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> nice. it's well, Definitely something we want to plan on doing. Yeah. Well, we probably about ran out our time limit, haven't we? Yeah, we're coming up on it. I think we'll uh, – so social media platforms, what all you got yeah, going on? Yeah, tell for us, sure. Tell the people how they can get a hold of you and, yeah, and so support. If you want to follow me personally, my handles are always just my name, at Sam Soholt. Um, but all of our apparel stuff, which uh, five bucks from every item we sell, whether it be on the website or in person, goes right back to public land protection, conservation, habitat projects, access projects. Um, and that is public land tees. And that's just at public land tees. Yeah. Um, so make yeah. sure you get on there and grab you a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Follow it's going him. for a good cause. Yeah. Well, Kyle, let me do the, uh, or he told me to do the intro. And guess what I forgot to do? This is brought to you by Trophy, Trophy Line, Line Tree Saddles. Saddles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. We can't forget that. That's so I pretty got, important. I got you, Sean. <laughs> so, well, it was a good uh, time talking with you and yes. educating ourselves. Definitely admire so. what you do. Yes. Yeah. Sure. And it, We've you always know, been fans. Well, thanks for having me on. If anybody ever has questions about public land stuff, whatever it is, just shoot me a message on Instagram. I try to respond to absolutely everything. That's awesome. Um, I figure that's kind of why I'm doing it. To, yeah, for to sure. Help. So, yeah, well, good policy. Man. All right, man. Well, this has been the Unguided Outdoors podcast. Signing off.